What's up, everybody? This is Casey and Joseph, and you are listening to the Pre-PT Grind Podcast. This is episode three, and this is where we help you decide, prepare, and transform into becoming the best PT ever. Today, we are joined by our colleague here at Andrews University, Hillary Suho. So what's up, guys? How is everything going? How's the clinic today? How's school today? Everything good? Uh, shoot, clinic was great for me. Uh, how about you, Hillary? School is school. One day school we'll be in the school. clinic like you, so it's hey, gonna be okay. Yeah, I mean, y'all get there, but it's not as it's not as crazy as y'all think it is. I mean, you guys have already been experiencing it. You guys had practicum, right? So y'all, mm. y'all, y'all, you you've been exposed to that to that part of it so far. Um, but I mean, uh, as I'm sitting with these two here, I'm just gonna congratulate both of them because uh, for the Andrews University Physical Therapy Department. They just finished like the biggest practical exam you can imagine, at least for our program, the way they design it. It's cumulative, everything that they have learned for their entire, uh, I mean, now they're going to their third year. So their entire duration here in PT school, uh, which is a lot. I mean, for those that have gone through PT school, you know exactly what that feels like. And for y'all that have not gone to PT school yet, yeah, there's a few fun moments like that. Uh, but just like the two of them, uh, just like myself and my class last year, you guys will make it through it. Uh, but for today, uh, we got some fun stuff lined up. Uh, we got Hillary. Um, she has a pretty neat story um, that that is going to be important to listen to. Just because when you're getting, uh, when you're journeying towards getting into physical therapy school, everyone has a different um, access point. Last week, you heard uh, Casey and I talking about our story. You heard um, how the two of us had very different stories. Now, Hillary's coming from a very different direction. And so as we kind of chat with her and hear from her, I want y'all to pay attention. Um, and if you guys have any questions, remember to email us. You guys can email us at the pre-PT grind exactly. at gmail.com. Is it pre-PT grind? Or pre-PT grind. Pre-PT grind at gmail.com. And we will answer anything that you guys have, whether it's through email or through the podcast. All right? Ready to go? Let's go. Let's, Let's do get it. it. Do it. All right, Hillary. First of all, just tell us a little about yourself. Like a little. Okay. Something to warm us up. Let's see. I'm, well, my name's Hillary. I'm from Southern California. I am Chinese and Nicaraguan. Ooh. I'm 23 right now in my second year of PT school. So <laughs> I will be graduating at age 24. I'm so excited for that. And let's see. I had an extra tooth when I was a baby that <laughs> I had tooth. extracted. <laughs> Yeah. What else do you want to know? I have very crooked teeth until yeah. recently. An extra teeth. Yeah. Like a year ago. So I know how that is. That's true. You got had braces when we started PT yeah, school. Yeah, I had braces when we started. Then I had to get them back on. Oh, no. Because like, they got crooked again. So that Wear was your retainer, fun. Casey. Oh, yeah. Every night. Wear Bro, your retainer. I mean, my issue was my teeth were crooked when I was younger. And I was supposed to get braces. Oh. Then out of nowhere, like my top ones started to straighten out. <laughs> what? And then my wisdom teeth came in. And then all the space got tight, and it just yep. started screwing everything up. So, yeah. I mean, hey, the the woes. Yeah, seriously. Right. So, Hillary, uh, we were chatting a little bit about um, just kind of how you got into PT school. And for our listeners, we have a number of them that are uh, – some are high schoolers. Some are um, doing their bachelor's degree. Um, others are overseas or have gone – into other professions, right? Mm -hmm. And they're saying, hey, maybe I want to come back and do physical therapy school. Um, and so they sometimes look for a one direction track. They always think that you have to, you know, do the same, like go from undergrad, you have to know that you want to do physical mm -hmm. therapy, you have to take all the classes straight through. Mm -hmm. But as we heard from Casey's story last week, 
Casey came in as pre-pharmacy. Yeah. Like, that's the direction he wanted to go to. And as we were talking with you, I mean, you didn't come in to college thinking that physical therapy was the route for you, right? No, not at all. Yeah, so where were you at? Uh, Start freshman year of college. Okay, freshman year of college. I barely barely knew what a physical therapist even was. I had been active in high school, but I was never like an athlete or something. So I was never in a place where I would need physical therapy. Yeah. Um, So I started out um, college in Tennessee, majoring in religion. Mm. Yeah. Um, And there I started working out a little bit more. You know, you go to the gym for the social aspect. Gotta stay healthy. Yeah, but I ended (laughs) up (laughs) loving weight training um, and was pretty active with it for like my first two years of college. Um, And then one day I found myself unable to like even get out of bed by myself. I had a really bad car accident Mm. my sophomore year of college and Mm. I fractured, okay, anatomy test. I fractured the body of C7. Mercy. So the spinous spinous processes of T3 through 9, part of my sacrum and my left femur. Uh. So the rehab for that um, was pretty cool, even though it was horrible at the time. I was in a neck brace for 10 weeks, yeah. which is a long Ten time to spend looking in one direction. Time. Yeah. Um, and then they put a titanium rod into the shaft of my femur and pinned it with three pins. Oh. Hold up. How old were you at the time? I again? was 19. You were 19. So you told me for 10 weeks. Stuck here. You were stuck. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like a golden retriever I in mean, a collar. Yeah. What are, most wow. do, what are most people doing at 19? Like, well, now everybody's on their phone, so you would have to bring your phone. Oh, you right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, right. So, you probably couldn't drive, go to any party. No, like I was not. You're I was stuck. Literally, because I was in inpatient rehab for yeah. three weeks, and they don't let you go out. It's not just like, hey, I'm going to go to the mm. store today. Like, yeah. you're there. They're bringing you your food. Nurses are checking in on you all the time. Mm. That was... So it's crazy oh, to go from crazy. completely independent to like needing a nurse to take me to the bathroom and mm. things like that. It's and and wild. that's that's the crazy part. Like you're hitting on some points that like I'm getting kind of excited. Yeah. Just because of your story and the fact that right now I'm in the hospital and so I'm kind of mm. seeing that side of it. Mm-hmm. Um like and the first thing that comes to mind is the fact that um, you went from being a very active, like young individual, yes. um, like set on your goal of mm-hmm. you know f- doing theology, right? Yeah. Um, that was your passion. That's where you wanted to um, to go with your career. Yeah. Uh, but then now, like just like with a flip of a, a flip of a switch, um, mm-hmm. flip of a switch, hey, whatever. Yeah, that um, works. That yeah, works. like you found yourself, you know, stuck in a like in a bed, yeah. right, for the majority mm-hmm. of the time. Other people helping you and whatnot. And the reason why I say it's an important point is because right now. As I'm treating patients, sometimes it's easy to forget mm-hmm. that before they got in the hospital, they were somebody. Like, they were somebody, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. I mean, they had a life. They have families. Some have kids. Some have grandkids, and that's what they want. And that's why I think physical therapy is so amazing mm-hmm. because it's about helping someone not just get better, not just get stronger. Because sometimes we pay a little more attention to just getting stronger right. or getting their cardio up. No, it's about helping them reclaim their life yeah right definitely. Like, that's what it's about it's about helping them reclaim their life and so for you you were saying i went from being a very young like energetic obviously i was trying to you know get into like the fitness game as well mm-hmm. yeah but now i can't do anything yeah like i'm stuck i can't move my head for 10 weeks and whatnot mm-hmm. um and so so that 
that must have been something serious for you, which which I think is important for also our listeners yeah. to kind of know. Question though, so yeah. like how how was the empathy of of the PTs in inpatient rehab? Like, did you learn anything? Like yeah. any good stories, any bad stories? From yeah, there? I have a couple of stories. Um, let's see. I was on he- really heavy opioids when I went in. What are opioids? Um, for our, for our listeners, it's they a have class no idea. of medicine, which is going to include y'all. yeah. Um, so I think I was on Dilaudid when I went in. Okay. Uh, which is a narcotic. Okay. And then I was also we messed around with um, oxycodone and oxycotton. So like really heavy medicines, like combining them together just to try to get the pain down. Yeah. And I don't remember this. Um, when I was discharged, my occupational therapist told me this story. Uh, I hadn't showered in like four days um, because I had been in the it's hospital. Normal. I had surgery. Yeah. And she got me up and she was like, what do you want to do? I was like, I just want to shower. And she said that she stood me up and I just started <laughs> crying. And she just hugged me. And oh. while I cried, and I don't remember this at all, but hearing the story afterwards, wow. I was like, yeah. wow, what an amazing person. Like, that takes so much empathy and compassion hmm. to just hug this person you don't even know A stranger. Yet. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to have to try that. My first rotation is... A, a cute hospital, so just hug we'll them. See. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll love, come hug all like everyone. <laughs> yeah. And it's a good lesson, though. For those listening, I just want to kind of break something up real quick. Just, just kind of like for those like, what is she talking about? She's saying like inpatient rehab. Um, like in PT, like we're in different settings. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got people that are, and I'm saying this for those that are like trying to figure out if PT is even right for right. you. High school students. Yeah, j- like just so you understand kind of where we're at. Um, you have the outpatient. That's really what's most common, right? Mm-hmm. When you're thinking sports and athletes and knees and backs and necks and hips and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are also in the hospitals, right? So right now I'm at like an acute care. And that's right. really like more the critical stuff. Everything from the ICU um, and I mean just people trying to get back home. Sometimes they can't get back home. They have to go to inpatient rehab. Yeah. And inpatient rehab... Um, is really kind of where it's more intense, right? Mm -hmm. Where you're doing, what, up to three hours a day of therapy? I was getting um, occupational therapy, I think, twice a day and physical therapy twice a day for an hour session each time. So you're in inpatient rehab because you need serious therapy. Your therapists are right there. The nurses are right there. The Mm -hmm. whole medical team, their doctors rotating, Mm. yeah, because you're in that critical of a state. Man. Crazy, but it's so cool. But it gives you a lot of respect for yeah. uh, for those people that really kind of work in those settings. Yeah, for sure. So since we're on that, yeah. you said ortho, inpatient. Yep. Where else can we work? Uh, we got ortho, inpatient. Obviously, you got inpatient rehab. Uh, you got like nursing homes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, skilled nursing facilities. Uh, you'll, What's you'll, that? A skilled nursing facility is, I mean, like those those require someone to like live there. It's almost like at okay. the hospital, they live there, but sometimes it's more longer term. Obviously, you have... Um, therapy involved in that, and and it's really, I mean, you'll you'll normally see an older population there, just kind of based on their diagnoses and kind of what they're there for. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it's skilled because it requires like skilled therapy, okay. right? right? Where you'll have like mm-hmm. physical therapy, occupational therapy, and whatnot. So like a and nursing so, home with more like medical conditions. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Most definitely. And so so we're not. I mean, you can obviously the stereotypical ones where mm-hmm. like the teams like sports oh, yeah. teams everybody um, wants to do that. everyone wants to do <laughs> yeah. that but like we're hearing from hillary's story there's many blessings on like in the other avenues as well yeah uh, where you're really able and you could like attest to it I mean, yeah really able to impact people yeah did um, you know i want to do inpatient rehab 
You want to? I think so right now, yeah. Shoot. Not I acute care. Acute's a little bit too yeah. much, but inpatient rehab I just think is the coolest thing. Oh, man. <sighs> yeah. So transitioning out of the hospital, I mm -hmm. assume you had to go to outpatient. Uh, how was Yeah, how so was I actually was in just about every um, therapy possible. Um, inpatient rehab, I was there three weeks. And then when I was discharged, I went back to my dorm room because I was going to finish up some classes. Mm. And I had home health for the first four weeks. In the dorm? Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, we would just go down to like one of the common areas and PT it out. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. That was okay. Yeah. Um, and then I went to outpatient okay. for like six or seven months. Okay. Any cool stories from from home care or dorm care? <laughs> um, definitely not the place where I see myself. I'm so happy there are people mm, who want to do fair. it. Yeah. My mom's a home health nurse. Okay. So kind of like the same setting, just in a different occupation. Mm -hmm. And she absolutely loves it. So I'm so happy there are people like that. <laughs> so I don't have to do it. Makes sense. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's fantastic. And I mean, sometimes there is that transition um, that's important. Mm -hmm. And... For those that do want to change settings a lot, they—I mean—you don't want to be stuck in one location. That's a good home thing about health, PT. Yeah, you can do anything. Yeah, home health can be for you. I mean, yeah. you're always in a different place. Yeah. Obviously, a different house. Given houses are always different, so one may be clean, one may not be clean. But you really do get to engage yeah. with people uh, where they're at, um, mm -hmm. and it just gives a more intimate um, interaction with your patients, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, for those that kind of want to do that. Um, so, so yeah, yeah, that was sure. one of my favorite things about physical therapy. When I was a theology major, I was really worried about what if I commit like my degree to this career uh, and then I end up not liking it or I get true. tired. Oof. But with physical therapy, Oof. the biggest thing was that I would never get bored. Like if I mm. decided I got tired of inpatient That's rehab it. or if it got too hard on my body, I could so easily switch to ortho yeah, or something. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's it. That's <laughs> huge. I mean, you don't have to, like, re-specialize or anything like that. Exactly. Say, same degree, no more school. That's what no. I'm saying. You can just switch um, clinics, and that's going to be a transition. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, the therapists there are going to help you get back on the ball and, like, get on your game. For so, sure. Yeah. For sure. So going to outpatient after the, after the dorm care, mm -hmm. how was that? Um, outpatient was great. That mm -hmm. was definitely getting back to myself. Um, being able to do like more sporty things and things that were a little bit more challenging. Right. At that point, my pain levels were down. Um, one of the biggest things that they did was my first therapist did a psoas release on me. And he was digging in there, if you remember where the iliopsoas is. It's past like a lot of vital organs and yeah. it's past some junk. Um, you but, remember cadaver lab. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but he literally brought my pain levels down from like a five or a seven to like about a four or five. Just with that. Yeah, and I was able to cut back on um, the oh, heavy yeah. medications that I was taking at that time oh, because of that. Man. So that was really cool. That's why I like PT. Got like uh, magic hands. Yeah, it's so cool. It's crazy. Bro, I mean, hey, like reducing, you know, the need for, for medicine. Mm -hmm. That's a big thing right now. Reducing the need for, uh, and, and not saying that all medicine is wrong oh, because no. there, there's a time for it, but also surgery. Mm -hmm. um, depending on the scenario, uh, where sometimes you do need surgery, like there's no other way around it. But there are there are other times when surgery can be avoided. Yeah. Uh, by going to see exactly. a physical therapist, um, and so so that's that that's really cool to hear. Yeah. Kind of walk us through now your process of transitioning from that experience mm -hmm. to now saying, all right, now physical therapy is really kind of pulling towards mm -hmm. me. Um, it's 
it's my new shift and transition, like you were saying, from theology. Um, just talk us through those details, like of, of, of how how that transition happened and even your application for the program and the classes you had to take. And I mean, for someone that's listening, that, that that's saying, man, I've, I've kind of had a similar situation like that, or maybe I haven't experienced something like that. Mm-hmm. But maybe from the steps you took after, up until getting into PT school, yeah. they might benefit from kind of hearing what your thought processes were, um, mm-hmm. who who you really interacted with, who you went to, who mm-hmm. you're, I mean, just mm-hmm. lay it out on yeah. us. Yep. So, um, Basically, the big person pushing behind this entire thing was my inpatient therapist. Okay. Her mm. name was um, Carolyn, and she was just Shout the out to most awesome person <laughs> in my entire life. <laughs> you gotta, if you can find her, you got to send her this. Yeah. This video or this I, podcast. Definitely. Um, but she was treating me one day, and she was like, "What are you doing? Like, why aren't you in physical therapy school?" And I was like, "Cause I'm a theology major, <laughs> Carolyn. Like, clearly, you know this. I got my life together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she knew how much I love working out, and she had like shown me some stuff on a skeleton, and I picked it up c- pretty quickly. Yeah. And she was like, "You could be doing this." She would mm. watch how I interacted with mm. other patients, and I was like. Carolyn, you're crazy. (laughs) Um, And then one day I was sitting in Greek class uh, because I'm a theology major at this point. And I just thought, what am I doing here? I could be doing PT. Like I love how the body works. I love how much um, of a role my therapist played in my healing process. Mm. And I talked to a few of my mentors and I switched within, I think, one or two weeks. Mm. Yeah. So looks like that. mm -hmm. At that point, it was a little rough because I had been in theology for two years. So I had some of the wrong classes. Mm. I hadn't touched a science textbook in two years. I didn't think my GPA was ever going to play a determining role in my life. Mm. So that needed some Mm. work. I was in the hole. Um, (laughs) But I had an awesome advisor. I think half of getting through college and getting out quickly is having someone to talk to, having someone to give you guidance. So mm-hmm. I would meet with him every semester, okay. um, schedule, even if it was last minute, like, are these the classes I need to take? Like, look <laughs> at them, sure. tell me. Yeah. And he was on top of it too. Right. He would email me and say, hey, take this class. There's one spot open. Yeah. Or have you t- thought about this class yet? Yeah. So I actually got to take human anatomy at Southern based on his advice. Okay. Southern's where I did my undergrad. Southern Adventist University. University. Yes, the alma mater. Yeah. Um, Where is that at? It's in Tennessee, um, College Hill, Tennessee. Cool. And so we actually had four cadavers, and there were four lab groups. Um, so you would have four different groups working on a cadaver yeah. each week, yeah. which is kind of crazy because you spend all this time dissecting something, and then you come back next week, and you're like, where did it go? Someone yeah. obliterated it. But <laughs> it was a good um, prep experience for PT school. Definitely. So uh, I applied to PT school. I did not get into my first choice. Um, Andrews was my backup, and I didn't even get into Andrews Mm. at that point. They called me in the summer, like a month or two before PT school started, and said, yeah. Uh, But they mm. said, hey, we have a spot if you want it. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I have a life plan. (laughs) I've graduated at this point. I was planning on staying home and taking more classes. Um, but I said, this is it. Like, this is my chance. I don't know if my number one school is going to work out. Let's do it. So, so what, for, first of all, Mm -hmm. let me jump to, um, to you kind of feeling like, man, like, did I just waste these last two years of my (laughs) theology route? Uh, what do you say to somebody that's saying, all right, I'm kind of feeling PT. Mm -hmm. Like, I think 
I think I might be interested. Mm-hmm. But I just spent several thousand dollars these past two, three, mm. four years. Yeah. Like, is it worth it for me to drop that hmm. to pick this other route where, I mean, the physical therapy route's not the cheapest thing in the world no, either. No, it is not. So, so what do you say to them? Like, do you, like, what are some things that you can tell somebody to say, hey, maybe these are things you can try to try to figure out yeah. if it's for you? Or what are things that were kind of like key for you to know, all right, like... I can still, I know PT's for me, but mm-hmm. regardless of the fact that I've invested two years into this, mm-hmm. investing into it further would not be taking a step closer to where I should be. Now you're asking the hard-hitting question. Let's do it. That's what they okay. listen to us for. The yeah. hard stuff. No. So when I decided on theology, um, I had a call to that. Mm. And I decided that when I was called to PT, that was another calling. So I needed to be called out of one thing to do another thing. Mm. I wasn't going to try to do half and half. I didn't want a double major. I wanted to dedicate myself mm-hmm. to it. I've already spent some time in this, um, but now PT is what I want, so that's what I'm going to go for. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely say try to make that decision as young as possible. If I had mm-hmm. spent another year um, as religion, I think yeah. I would have regretted that. So if it's even on your mind, mm. schedule some observation hours. Think about if it's important to you, if you'll regret the decision later, yeah. and try to make that switch as soon as possible Yeah. instead of wasting your time getting into debt just trying to decide. And Practical stuff. And what's the difference? I'm sorry, y'all. Like, I got questions, right? Yeah. And I'm inquiring myself, but mm-hmm. someone's going to be wondering this as well. But, but what's the difference between, man, like PT's cool. Let me just jump on it and saying, okay, I have discovered everything I need to know to make a, like an intelligent decision Mm -hmm. because you don't want to keep jumping back and forth. Like, I don't want to say, oh, look at that. Psychology looks cool. Let me hop on that. Oh, wait, no. PT looks cool. You know what? I was feeling PT for like two months, (laughs) but now I'm digging like diet, you know, like, I mean, you, you can't keep jumping Mm -hmm. back and forth. No, definitely not. That's where you mess up. So, so we know what you did, but like, how does someone... I mean, you, you mentioned observation, right? Mm-hmm. So observing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are other things that people can do to say, all right, like when I'm changing my route mm-hmm. and investing in, let's say it's physical therapy, mm-hmm. the, these are things I've done to almost foolproof myself, mm-hmm. right? right? To make sure that I'm not just kind of jumping out of a whim, you know, into Besides listen to this podcast. Yeah, you know. <laughs> hey, hey. listen to this podcast. I mean, listen to this podcast every week. Oh. <laughs> yes, for sure. Uh, I would say, (laughs) think about your life. What can you do without? What do you need in your Mm. life? If you just like working out and you think PT might be for you, think about, do I want to do PT or do I just want to work out for a long time? Mm. You can work out by yourself. You don't need to do PT to train yourself, to train your friends. Mm. Do that in gym. But if you're in PT for the rehab um, because you love how the human body works, because that fascinates you, then go for PT. If you can do something else on the side as a hobby, don't make it your life goal. Yeah. Mm. I think the good thing about PT, going back a little bit, is that you can incorporate your theology stuff into the patient care. Like we just had a class today and we took a spirituality class. I think it was like last Last semester. semester, Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think the good thing, like depending on what you want to do, like if you like sports or if you like theology, you can incorporate that into patient conversation because like that relationship building is what you need and care. So, For like, sure. if you like other stuff, that's okay, too. Just mm-hmm. incorporate that True. into PT. But like she was saying, make that decision 
early and be yeah. definite about it. Then yeah. have your other, you know, satellite hobbies around Definitely. and bring them in there. Yeah, that was something that was big for me. I said, okay, I love theology and I love connecting with people, but I can do that outside of a degree. Right. I mm. could still teach Sabbath school if I want. I could still be very active mm. in my church and community. And then I was able to take those things and integrate them into PT. That's why mm. I really love inpatient rehab because you get that connection, That's which amazing. is so similar to what you would get um, ministering to someone. Definitely. And um, I was able to take some classes that I took on interpersonal communication yeah, as a religion true. major and bring that into PT. Right. Mm. So help me out. Yeah. Killing That's it. Spot on. Killing That's That's amazing. I mean, shoot, like I've. <laughs> <laughs> Like, this is inspiring me, and I'm already in PT yeah. school. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> you know can I get more PT? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I have a few questions. Stepping out of that experience Definitely. Mm-hmm. into the classroom, say mm-hmm. somebody just got accepted, because it's the summer now. People are getting calls. Yeah. People have gotten calls. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say to somebody who just got accepted? I have questions after this. Good luck. Let's, let's just start. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Remember your passion. Remember why yeah. you chose to do this because it's going to be hard. These past two years have been some of the biggest challenges in my life. Like moments where I thought, wow, I literally cannot do this. Like I am not smart enough to do this. Um, but I know why I came in here. True. At the end of the day, when I look at my abilities, I know I'm capable of this. Definitely. Like don't get so caught up in the semester, in the tests, mm. in the grades, that you forget, A, why you're here, or B, what you're actually qualified with. Mm. And you just went through that whole experience with your car crash. Yeah. So, like, what is PT school to that in reality? And, like, if somebody else is going through a similar, similar situation mm-hmm. or even less than that, like, when you're going through all these struggles, like, what did you already come, up, come out of? And, like, just pull on that. Like, I came from this. Mm-hmm. What is this test? It's yeah. a piece of paper That's true. with black and white on Mm-hmm. It's not a car crash. It's not an ankle sprain. It's not somebody dying. So it's not the end of the world. Yeah, yeah. it's not the end. Of the world. It feels like that sometimes, but it's not. Yesterday yeah. was it? Yesterday we took. It was yesterday. <laughs> Yo, yeah. At times we Yo. just took a practical test yesterday. Let me like tell that. y'all something. Yeah. All right, so it's so kind of what Casey's <laughs> talking about. And he was there. <laughs> yeah. He was a patient. Was there. He was a patient. <laughs> Yo, so I'm in the so room, just right? Looking at it, struggling. I'm in the yes. room, right? And the thing is, like, I got it. Like, and what case he's what Casey just said is powerful because I mean, for me, um, the same exam, the same exam they took yesterday, um, our class took a year ago, and so mm-hmm. I remembered. Like, I, it's pretty clear still. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember what it felt like going to each room and feeling like it was like the weight of the world on you. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, like, even with that, right? right. You kind of get your your flow going, and mm-hmm. at some point, you're like, hey. Sometimes. We're going to finish. Other times you're feeling like, oh, boy, I'm done. But at the end of it, you're like, hey, like it's over. It's behind Mm -hmm. me. And exactly. even even a day or two afterwards, it still feels like it was the craziest exam of your life. Mm-hmm. I already <laughs> forgot about it. You know what I'm saying? But, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but once, once you get the form that says, hey, you passed. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed. And then, no, no, no. You still got to wait. Y'all are going to pass. Like, Stop stressing. Like, once y'all get the form that says that you passed, right, regardless of what remediation you have to do and whatever, mm-hmm. like, you'll get to a point where in the next week or two or three, you'll look back and say, I mean... Like it, wasn't, it wasn't that crazy. Yeah. I got like, through Oski's. What is this geriatrics? Yeah, thing? man. Exactly. Like for me, like I'm looking back now and I'm like, eh. Like, I guess being a patient, seeing it from the other side, mm-hmm. I realized how not crazy it is. It's just mm-hmm. that when you're in that room and pressure. you're like the pressure, right? 
the pressure kind of takes over. But you also like just like Casey was saying, ju- just like Hillary just said. I mean, it's the biggest thing is to remember that it's not the end of the world. Like you will get through each phase, yeah. right? Yeah, um, and sure. I mean, there are bigger things that you're going to go through outside of through. PT. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, yeah. so so for sure. Another question, or you have something? No, you got it. Okay. Man. Drop it. Um, going past that a little bit, study tips, or I guess going back for somebody who just got mm-hmm. in, or somebody who's trying to get in. Um, I know we have to find our own way to study, but what mm-hmm. if that's not working for somebody? Mm. What do you do specifically, or do you have any you know, secret tips um, that helped you? On well, this is for me. Today? Yeah, you mm-hmm. have to know yourself, A. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know I study well with people. There are like lots of quizzes online that you can take, right. which will help you figure out your learning style. I do best by myself and with people, which is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But I talking... Um, to someone about it just right. helps me lock it in. If I can explain it to someone else, I can explain it to the professor. If you can teach it, exactly. It's stuck. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I will have to sit down and go through it by myself and hash it out and right. highlight what does this mean? Like, what's the main idea here? But then always sitting down with someone else, with a group of people, yeah. is what really does it for me. Definitely. Good. Yeah. Right. Perfect. Sure. You had a question the other day, Joseph. We were talking to. One of the classmates outside. I'm going to try to remember, but it was good. Mm. <laughs> but it, it was, was good. good. Remind me how good it was. <laughs> it was real good. It was really good. Because it must have been on the spot. We were, we were in the lobby. All right. Yep. We, some people were playing foosball. Yeah. I want to call it. It was a girl. I remember the conversation. Right. Yeah. I'll try to remember it, but we can move on if not. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was something along the lines of what would you tell yourself? Ooh. Something like that, right? Got you. What would you tell, is it like, what would you tell yourself? Your past self or something like that. That's what it is. What would you tell yourself, let's say 10 years ago? Well, what would you tell the Hillary 10 years ago? And I know we're putting you on the spot, right? Yeah. Pertaining to where you are right now, Uh right? What would you tell yourself 10 years ago to either get you to where you are now or even push you even further ahead from where you are right now. What piece of advice would you say? Um, not necessarily shifting what would happen, mm-hmm. but what, what would you say t- to prepare yourself? Mm-hmm. There's a You're asking me Hillary to give 13 year old Hillary advice. Hillary. You Is know that what? what you're asking? Let's bump for? it up. 18 year old Hillary. 18 year old Hillary. Before the Much accident. better. <laughs> Before the accident. Okay. What would you tell 18 year old Hillary? There's an 18 year old Hillary sitting right now somewhere in Loma Linda, somewhere in Loma Linda, Valley girl, somewhere. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> saying oh hey, goodness. I'll take whatever you give me. Yeah, so. um, I think moderation. Mm. That's a big thing for me. Um, I will get really excited about things. I get invested easily, and throughout all areas of life, not just PT. Okay. Um, just moderation, moderation in how much time you spend hanging out with your friends early in college, mm. moderation in how much time you spend in the gym. Because even though that's great, there mm. are other things like life goes on outside of your social life. Certainly. Yeah. Moderation in how certain I was about my major. Like maybe I should have kept my options more open early on. Mm. Yeah. Man. That's good. You know what? Now that we're on this, what would you say to yourself, Casey? Yeah, Casey, what would you say? Think backing off that. <laughs> moderate, everything in moderation, including moderation. Because for me, when you're in PT mm-hmm. school, you get in a grind sometimes. Like, I mean, you can't just study all the time. Yeah. True. Like, you have to have moderation, of course, but sometimes, you know, switch it up, do something else. Yeah. You know? That's true. Um, I play drums here on campus, so, like, every week I have something 
to not think about. Well, I have to think about it, of course, like anybody who plays music, but it's just like an escape. Mm-hmm. Find something to escape. So Yo. I think that's what, something along the lines of that. I can think of something better for our next episode if that wasn't going to Follow <laughs> your boy's Instagram, by the way. Y'all see it. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Little tidbits here and there, yeah. you know, on the drums and all that. Mm-hmm. I think for me, what I would tell myself, and I was just like on this conversation, um, is I think I would have taken risks earlier. Because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, obviously, like, we're going to do our plugs and stuff like that. But but being a part of, being surrounded by people now who are kind of go-getters, right? Um, all about that action, as Casey would say. These two. Um, that's, like... I wasn't around people like that for the majority of like my growing up, even through college. Um, sometimes it felt like, and I mean, it led to me being too careful with everything. Um, so, so I would always overthink my actions. Speed so, wins. Yeah, I mean, speed wins, right? And so, like for example, right, uh, Casey and I, have you, as you guys already know, yeah, the last uh, couple episodes, yeah, we're alums of the Smart Success Physical Therapy Program with Greg Todd, Shout and out. that 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 course and the community in that. Um, I mean, it's over 100 of us, right? Oh, um, about to be That are alums plus, maybe double almost that. 200. Yeah, maybe double that in a few months. I mean, but that course taught me that you guys, like, if you guys want something now, right, whether it's physical therapy, whether it's taking risks with, with investing in yourself, not just focusing on nothing but just studying and all the little things that make you feel safe. Like taking I, a risk out of theology. The, taking a risk out of theology, True right? <laughs> Saying... Physical therapy is now where I have been called, um, and that's where I need to go. Um, and so I would have taken, and I'm young, shoot, I'm 23, but I could have still taken like risks even earlier. True. The earlier yeah. you take the risks, the earlier you fail. Yeah. The quicker you are to succeed. And that's why we doing. That's why we're doing this because like yeah. you have to have experiences. But if you learn from us, or if we pull from people older than us. You can not go through that and save time, save money. So yeah, for sure. Share with your friends. <laughs> Yo, listen to this some more. Free PT grind podcast. Share it and stuff. Yeah, Let man. them know so they don't make the same mistakes. And you're somewhere, you know, ahead of them in two months or two years, and they're looking at you like, "Dang, you could have brought me. You could have <laughs> looked out, bro." Like, oh, for sure. Bring me all the come up. Yeah. For sure. So and share, so, shout outs, all that. So, so I think as we're kind of concluding. Uh, one challenge I would kind of pose for everybody listening right now is kind of like Hillary was talking to her 18-year-old self and Casey and I were talking to our younger selves. Mm. Find your younger self, but not you. Find someone else who is a resemblance of the younger you. Mm-hmm. Um, and and, and j- just like empower them. Um, give them what you would have valued, what you would have appreciated to have at that time. And if we all did that for at least one individual, man, like the world would be insanely powerful. Yeah. Um, and and even, if that you're doing your own, yeah, man, if you're if you're undergrad right now and you're saying, yo, PT is kind of where I want to go, find a high schooler. True. That's trying to figure it out. Wow. Somebody's you know? where you want to be. Yeah, man. Right, for real. Though. Send them towards pre PT grind on the oh, side. True. You know what I'm saying? True. But but find somebody that's where you were one year, two year. Three months, four months, it doesn't matter. You got a brother, a I'll sister, go. a cousin. And yeah, man. And and empower them. Um, share with them what you would have valued. Uh, because if we can help each other, man, like imagine how powerful our, our community becomes. Because as you invest in them, they appreciate you to the point where they want to 
give back it's of practice their time. Too. It's practice for when you're a PT. Exactly. You got to pour a lot into them. You picture. invest in others, True. it'll come right back to you. True. All right. Now, don't do it for the sole purpose of having them, you know. Okay, I gave you, you know, something. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, no. Just like invest in others. And whether it comes back to you directly from them or even from from just the the experience mm. of just sharing um, and even reflecting on some of the things that you've gone through yourself, um, it becomes like insanely powerful. And so so that's just one challenge I would kind of pose out as we're kind of wrapping up. It's a good benediction. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. Indeed. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So so we're gonna start out with a little a few shout outs to our to our media accounts and anything that we want to kind of pay tribute to and we're going to start with our guest all right miss hillary well you can find me on instagram at hey hill h-e-y-y-h-i-l-l or twitter hey hill hey hill uh or twitter which is hey hills hey hill was taken oh no still h-e-y-y-h-i-l-l-s drop the s on there yeah true true had to do it to him good stuff and hillary um amazing student here at andrews university all three of us are our students here and so so yeah shout out to andrews university yeah, shout, out, shout out to big AU. shout out to AU. and if you guys are listening and you have any questions for hillary um you can yes find her on her media accounts but also i mean if you email us uh preptgrind@gmail.com and you have something specific for her mm-hmm. uh, we will relate to her mm-hmm. and we'll make sure that we are you in the Facebook that. group? I am. Oh, I am she's Facebook also in the group. Facebook group, so Find me on you Facebook. can Yo. tag her in a little question. Pre-doctor yeah. physical therapy students page on Facebook. Yep. All right. So, Hillary. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, no problem, man. Case, no where can problem. we find you at, brother? CaseyColemanPT.wordpress.com. All my social media is there. Good stuff, man. It's all there. How about you? Uh, for me, um, just find me at... Uh, Man, I almost forgot my website. <laughs> You've been working on this. Don't too. do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was like, I almost forgot mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it's uh, Joint Purpose Fitness and Rehab. JointPurposeFit.com. JointPurposeFit.com. That's where you guys can find my uh, my blogs and all that stuff. And if you look at the end of my blogs or even on the website, it gives you links to all my other media accounts, uh, whether it's my Instagram, my Facebook page, cool. and whatnot. But you can find any of us on, obviously, the email that, that we share, the preptgrind.gmail.com, but right. also the pre-doctor of physical therapy students page. Um, it's, yeah. it's, it's the only page like it on Facebook. Also associated with- How many people with, we got in there? Bro, I we, we 500 just, something. Yeah. Bro, we just started not too many not weeks bad. ago, and yeah. it's it's filling up. Yeah. Um, and so you guys want to hop on that if you're not on there already. Um, but also pre-PT Grind, our pre-PT Grind page. And you guys can see that linked through the Pre-Doctor Physical Therapy Students page. Yep. Yep. And so y'all can find us through that. Um, and uh, let's dialogue. Let's chat. Let's True. let's have a conversation. Yep, there's other students in there, uh, PT students, clinic owners. We have financial people. Anybody you can think of, anybody you have a question for, we can tag them or just bring them in the group or we can just reach out to them for you. So For sure. Just let us know what you got. For sure, man. So thank you all for joining us. It's been the Pre-PT Grind Podcast. Thank you, Hillary, once again for joining us. Thank you so much. All right. We will see you all next week. Thank you and have a great day, afternoon, evening. Bye. This is a part of the show where we support the people who support us. First, we'd like to mention Smart Success PT, founded by Greg Tuck. This course helps you increase your value and build your brand as a physical therapist. What is Smart Success PT? It's an online course, lifetime access, that gives you step-by-step instructions on how to
to make more money as a PT, improve your worth to your employer, and gain more time for yourself and your family by learning the most current leverage strategies as a PT. It also helps you catapult your career, expand your network, and achieve your goals. So check out Smart Success PT. Next, I'd like to mention newgradphysicaltherapy.com in conjunction with covalentcareers.com. Newgrad PT is an online platform that offers you content with topics including careers, clinical skills, licensing, grad school, insurance, residency, and they even have an audio series to help you study. The parent company to newgradphysicaltherapy.com is Covalent Careers. This is a sophisticated web platform that helps physical therapists find the right opportunities and jobs after PT school. Their main goal is to be the champion for new grad physical therapists, helping them cross the void from student to new PT, especially in regard to career resources. They have tons of helpful content for both job seekers and employers. It is meant to inform both of how to identify what is the best match for both of them, and then make that happen. This platform also allows you to start networking and communicating with practice owners and potential employers well before graduation. It's a great way to explore possible employment options well before that stressful time of actually finding a job. So sign up for your free profile at covalentcareers.com. Use my code CASEY2017, that's KC2017, when you make your free profile. I don't get paid for my referral code, it's just a way for us to track how well this message is reaching you. So sign up and I'll see you inside. Next, I'd like to mention fitbucks.com. That's F-I-T-B-U-X.com. Fitbucks is an online financial platform that can help you map your financial future before, during, and after PT school. Go check them out. F-I-T-B-U-X, fitbucks.com. Lastly, I'd like to give a quick shout out to healthsnaps.com. It provides video and messaging for you and your patients. Telehealth is here. Telehealth is the future. Go check them out. Healthsnaps.com. Now, many of you may be thinking to yourself, why is Casey promoting stuff that's not related to pre-PTs? Or that's where I beg to do. I think these resources are very much related to pre-PTs. This is where pre-PT grind separates itself. We're not looking out for you only into PT school. We have you covered throughout, and we're looking out for your future after PT school. This is not a 16-week class that gives you a test at the end and sends you on your way. We're here with you for life, and we have you set up all the way to the end of the journey. So stick with us, keep listening, and we've got you covered. Thank you again so much for listening to the Pre-PT Grind podcast. We'll see you very soon.